You're listening to Games from the Cellar, where we play board games and then talk about them. I'm Steven, your host, and tonight I was joined by John to play Azul. Azul was designed by Michael Kiesling and was published by Plan B Games in English in 2018, with later editions being published by Next Move Games. Art was contributed by Felipe Guerron and Chris Quilliams. In 2017, it was nominated for several Golden Geek Awards, including Most Innovative Board Game, Best Strategy Board Game, Best Board Game Artwork and Presentation, and Board Game of the Year. It won the Golden Geek for Best Family Board Game. In 2018, Azul was the winner of the Spiel des Jahres. At the time of this recording, Azul has a 7.8 rating with 72,000 ratings on Board Game Geek. It has a ranking of 66. It's a 2-4 player low-weight game that should play in about 30-45 to 45 minutes. There are several sequels including Azul Stained Glass of Sintra, Azul Summer Pavilion, and Azul Queen's Garden. Thank you for joining us in the cellar as we go in-depth with Azul. Alright, so we're looking at Azul. Um, Azul is a very popular game right now. Uh, Pretty. It's on BGA, uh, which is where I've played it. I don't think John has any experience. Not so. one bit. John, let's have a look at the components and just kind of see what things look like. And Ooh, what a lovely blue bag. In case you wonder what the name of the game is, there it is. There it is. It's Azul. And so, oh, listen to that. And I think Azul means tile in Portuguese. Oh, wow. Well, those are lovely. No wonder everybody raves about this game. I mean, just the tactile feel of it. I hadn't right. thought of that. Have, have they made any upgrades for this game that are actual ceramic tiles? Like full-on giant ceramic, I'm sure. No, no, no. It wouldn't have to oh. be full size. But I mean, just so that you could do something like heat them or or somehow, or I don't know, or I, do your shower with them. I mean, that'd be cool if you're like a serious board gamer. You could do your shower in Azul tiles. In Azul tiles. That would be, that would be interesting. I would not, that's not something I would do. I know my wife would not really particularly care for that, but, um, you she know. She goes away sometime. Do what you got to do, right? And some of them are blank, but I suppose you need that, otherwise the pattern overwhelms you. Yeah, so as you can see, some of the patterns are blank, so okay, the, so the red ones being blank, on. that's just the, that's just their color. Are all these player boards the exact same? So there's two, if I recall, there's only two different versions of this. So you've got the one that is completely blank. Right. And you can kind of make it up as you go. Okay. Or you've got the other one, which is the board we'll probably play. I think this is the beginner board. Okay. And it's it gives got a pattern. A, it get, it's got a pattern. It gives you guidelines as to um, to how to build out your, your wall. So looking at this, mm -hmm. anything like just stand out besides the uh, just the look and the feel of it? Or how are you feeling about giving this one a shot? Well, I'm willing to give anything a shot. Right, um, it, it's, uh, it's, it's fine. All right. Great. Well, Let's see how it goes. We're going to play it. And when we get back, we're going to talk about Azul. All right, John. So we just finished our game, our two games of Azul. In about an hour. In about an hour. So about a half hour each. I mean, easy math. Including learning time. But you know, that Mississippi public education. That did slow us down a little bit. Took me some brain power to come up that, you know, two games in one hour is a half hour each. Anyway. So what did you think of Azul. Azul is a quick light game you can play with your family. Yeah, I um, 
So I've played it a couple of times on BGA. Mm-hmm. Um, I've played it in a couple of configurations. I've played a couple four-player games, and I've played a few two-player games. And I think, um, I think that I prefer the two-player game. It's a little more cutthroat. Yeah, I, you know, even even halfway through my first game, I found myself looking up at your board to see if there were any colors that you were locked out of that could snooker you. It's a pretty dry game, you know. Mm-hmm. Honestly, you're just pulling tiles, you're putting them down, and patterns, which which is fun. But in the two player version, in the two player version, you're actually looking at your opponent and their your opponent's setup, and instead of making the best decision for you, you're also looking at his situation, your opponent's situation, and kind of making decisions based on what could, you know, benefit you further by getting in the way of your opponent or yeah, and, you know, and, denying or leaving them with extra tiles. Snookering them at yeah. the end. But even before that, there are places where I'm looking, I'm like, okay, I need I need three light blue tiles. There's one in the middle and there's two single ones. But I don't need to worry about that right now because my opponent can't take those light blue tiles at all. So eventually they're going to show up. I'm going to pull them all in one turn. So you start making decisions like that as well that I know he has to play to somewhere else, so those are going to fall in my lap one way or the other. Yeah, you can totally table like plays so that they're more efficient for you later in the round. Right. And, uh, you know, it's it's an interesting... It's, it's interesting how it works because, you know, a lot of... I mean, yeah, sure, there are a lot of abstracts where you're head-to-head like chess or hive where you absolutely have to keep an eye on what your opponent's doing. But on its... On its first glance, you look at Azul, and it seems like it's a, it it almost looks like it's in the same elk as a game like Quirkle or, um, what's the Kine- uh the Kinesia game? Ingenious Kinesia. Yeah. 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 So, very similar. So you you look at those two, and you can pretty much play those two games, only looking up when it's your turn to make a move. You don't necessarily have to watch the interplay between the other players at the table. Okay. So I feel like where this is a step above those two, potentially, is that you actually do have to keep an eye on what your opponent's doing. Yeah, and there's 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 at least in the two player. And and even you know even with two players, you know some games you have these momentary alliances where you're literally coming to an agreement for like one turn. Hey, I'll take these. You take those. Both of us end up happy. Nobody gets hurt. <laughs> and then the very next turn, you're like, okay, we're back to smashing heads again. Yeah. And there were moments in this game where it's like, well, if I take this, it'll help me, which will let him do that, which will help him. And yeah, maybe that's okay. Mm-hmm. Because we're both coming out ahead on that. And then so, you look down and you're like, oh, if I take this one tile, I can stick him with four that he can't do anything with except take negative points right. on. Right. So so it, that's that's what I'm saying. So it's it's sometimes sometimes the alliance works, sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes it's just a matter of trying to make the pieces work together um, so that they serve you and to help with what the other guy is doing. And that and that's that's worthwhile too. But it, you know, it's funny you mentioned Reiner Kanitzi because this is a game so much in his style and I I'm assuming it's not a Kanitzi game. It is not a Kanitzi game. Even look. But it's that it's that mathematical sort of you know, um, visual, graphical, just like Ingenious, where you're working the angles and you're hoping that the other player will do something that'll kick a tile in your direction that'll be to your advantage. And, um, I mean, the nice part about it is the rules, very short. The learning time was maybe 
five or six minutes on this game. Yeah, from my few plays on BGA, the only thing I had to look up was how many of the uh, the discs go out, and then uh, I needed a small refresher on scoring, but otherwise the basic mechanics of the game are very, just that simple. Very simple. Yeah, yeah. And and the, I mean the question is is I, I mean. Two plays, and I think we're done for this evening. If you have a three, if you have a three-hour game period, then mm-hmm. at that point you're going to be looking for another title to pull. But that's okay too. Yeah. And you know, um, it's a game that you could play with your kids, and um, they might actually do pretty good at it because mm-hmm. those are the kinds of logic games where, where sometimes a younger brain actually does better than an older brain. Yeah. Uh, any other thoughts on Azul? Anything that uh, stood out stood out on our two plays? So. Uh, you won the first game by a hair, so like by yep. four points, if I recall. Yep, something like that. And then I, uh, I kind of trounced you in the second game simply because I got the the ten point bonus for having all the red tiles. You dog, yeah. Um, anything stand out to you about uh, how the play developed, or just like any particular moves of brilliance that you thought that you might have moved, made? You know, no. I I think it. I, I think this would be a very dependable play. Mm-hmm. There's not there's not a moment where you're going to pump your fist in the air. There's not a moment where somebody's going to you know throw tiles at you from across the board because you did something to them. It's just it's it's a just a solid it's a solid seven. I mean it's a it's 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 a game you can enjoy. Um, the question is how many how many times a year are you going to pull it out? Yeah, I mean, you know, like you said, half hour play uh, for two players. Um, you can do lunch. This could be a lunch game. Could be a lunch game. Could be you know you're waiting for that third person yep. to show up, or yep. uh, you're waiting for the baby to go to sleep, and or for your food to show up at the restaurant. You can even pack this, throw this in the car to keep the kids quiet while you're waiting for for the food to show up at mm-hmm. Denny's. I mean, whatever. I think the footprint might be a little too big for a Denny's mm. game, but. Okay, we'll move up to a Panera. We'll yeah. get the big table. We'll get the big table at Panera, for sure. Where is the ultra-deluxe version of Azul, which could be <laughs> positively gorgeous with, like, real ceramic tiles? And, frankly, you could make your own. You could go into a hardware store that does this sort of thing, mm-hmm. and you could purchase tiles. And they'd have to be similar enough, but, I mean, you, you can make your own boards to match. You could you could make yourself a really, really impressive version of this game because it's a bag, some tiles, and a, and a score marker, and that's about it. Yeah, buy 100 bathroom tiles yes. in five different... Five different patterns. Five different patterns. Yeah, yeah I don't know that I, I see myself doing that at all. That's not, uh, yeah, no. <laughs> well, the, but but see, you're thinking small. This is already an underpriced game. Any game this these days that is under a hundred dollars, underpriced game. These guys shot short of the mark. Yeah, but they also have like three or four at this point, I guess, sequels. So you got games that are essentially the same except have minor tweaks to the rules. I think one of them is like way out there, but. Um, and then honestly, I can't really speak to uh, what the other ones are like because I don't know. But you get a system in place like this, and yeah. you can iterate and reiterate. Right, or even bring out new boards, or make it with six colors. Yeah, I mean, there's or, there's a lot there's a lot of room that you can play with. So yeah. you don't need to have that big price tag, like 
production, you have you essentially have a game that you can reiterate on and get like three or four sales on the same game. Yep, you can make a Christmas edition that's kind of a green and 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 red. You could you could do whatever you like with it. Yeah. All right, cool. Um, so that was Azul. Um, I John gave it a solid seven. Uh, I think as far as abstracts go, um, you know, I'm probably in the same boat, maybe like a 6.5 just because, uh, you know what? No, I'm going to give it a seven too, especially at two players. Um, it might be something that changes at a four player play, but, uh, yeah, I really like it. Um, I'm not going to make a whole night of it, but it'll be something that could hit the table as we're waiting for people to show up. Yeah. Do you have any other thoughts? That's all I got. All right, cool. And we're done talking about Azul. John and I thank you for joining us in this conversation about Azul. You can join us in conversation by visiting our website, sellergames.com, where you'll find links to our social media and Discord server. We also have a blog and guild on BoardGameGeek. We look forward to hearing from you.